Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Girl Power Hour. This is a special day in time, Thursday, 2 p.m. Central. I'm coming to you from Lubbock, Texas, as always, and uh, have a wonderful guest on the show today and for a very important purpose. Before I get to that, I wanted to make a few quick announcements. Um, again, I uh, wanted to say just to everyone listening, it is so important, so vital to practice self-care right now. I know uh, the guest today and I are going to be speaking about this a bit, but I I realize there's so much going on in the world today, so many things happening around us in our country, and we all seem to be in some form of resistance and constantly inundated by uh, just hit after hit with something that we have to rise against and resist and uh, and fight, and that is is exhausting. And I and I know that's part of the tactic uh, on their side is to really just overwhelm and exhaust us, and so. As such, I just want to continue to remind you to practice self-care when things get too heavy, pull away for a bit, constantly dance and sing and listen to music that raises your vibration and get out and go for a walk, get into nature, get around people that make you laugh and that that lift you up, watch movies that are uplifting, not scary or depressing, (laughs) like try to really lift your vibe and raise your vibe as much as possible so that your energy levels are replenished with the good stuff. And remember, uh, we're all in this together, so you don't have to fight it alone. You don't have to shoulder the whole world by yourself. Uh, When things are getting tough, you know, pass the torch, pass the stick. We'll carry it. We we need to do this in shifts. We can't all do it all the time. We'll all burn out long before this fight is over. So let's just remember to practice self-care. Um, today, I also want to say that we, we really need to get out and support the arts as much as possible. Uh, if you live local, uh, there's a First Friday Art Trail happening. Tomorrow it happens every first Friday of the month. Um, I will have work at Culture Clothing, which is 2703-26, but if you don't want to go there, that's fine. I don't care who you support. Just get out and support some art and certainly be doing that as much as possible, not only for the artists and for the arts, Uh, in general, because uh, certainly they are falling under attack as well, but also for you, because it's very uplifting and the energy is always great at any gallery. Get out and and take part in what people are creating and the love that people are putting out into the world. Today, I have Kelly Daniels back on the show. She's going to give us an emergency update for Standing Rock. There are a lot of things happening. So, Kelly, hello. Thank you for coming back on the show. Hi, it's great to be here. (laughs) So grateful to have you. So I know you have a lot of information and an update for us. Tell us what's going on. Uh, Wow, where do I begin? (laughs) Well, um, you know, uh, as I've experienced the events at Standing Rock, I learned um, that there's a lot going on that's, that is basically psychological warfare. And what that means is that the media is constantly distracting people away from the real issue or they put out media that sounds like like the thing is all over, like there's nothing else we can do. And so people think that it's it's over so they can, uh, they stop supporting. And, um, you know, the intensity goes back down again. So, so this happens a lot with movements where 
especially when really big things are happening. And in this country, I think, you know, it's a relatively new uh, events are happening that are really big, probably that have never even ever happened before. Um, And, you know, with the Women's March and with the Standing Rock Movement, you know, these are things that um, have never um, gotten this big before. And so people Mm -hmm. are not, you know, very... Um, ready for it and and they get they get like you said they get burned out and they um, discouraged and once and what has happened recently that is really discouraging is that an, an announcement went out that basically said that the Corps of Engineers um, were um, okaying the permit to go under the for the pipeline to go under the Missouri River. Um, Senator mm-hmm. John Hoven, I think that's how you said, issued the following statement after speaking today with Vice President Pence and Acting Secretary of the Army Robert Speer. Today, the Acting Secretary of the Army Robert Speer informed us that he has directed the Army Corps of Engineers to proceed with the easement needed to complete the Dakota Access Pipeline. This will enable the company to complete the project. So I'm sitting at my kitchen table and um, reading reading this on my phone uh, the night before last. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I just, you know, I just started crying, you know, because I was like, oh, my gosh, how can they do this? There's an environmental impact study that's supposed to be done and it's like they're mm-hmm. ignoring it and it's like it, that's illegal and so it, it blows right. my mind over and over again that the things that they're doing are not legal and no one is stopping them it's it, this is I think this is kind of a brand new thing in the country too so you know we're, we're yeah. trying to figure out you know it's it, we're kind of all trying to wrap around it like is this is this possible in the United States and that this, this blatantly illegal things can actually happen and and nobody's called out on it. And it's it's just like it's shocking to everybody. So so you believe when you hear things like this, you tend tend to believe it. And so, you know, I I you know, I just I saw that, oh my gosh, this this could be the end of this movement and you know unfortunately we've put people in the power um uh at in the white house of basically a uh cabinet full of oil company tycoons <laughs> that have been right. given the power exactly. to put, put their oil companies make their oil companies have bigger profits um and mm-hmm. you know that's pretty difficult when you got they i mean they pulled a really good one off this time you know, getting everybody um, right. up in the White House that can have control to pull these things off. So, unfortunately, right. you know, we kind of messed up thinking that they were going to help the people, but really uh, I think there are a few other plans in mind for um, yeah. their own profit. So, um, yes. you know, and so, you know, I wondered if this was true. And what I realized was the importance of, you know, doing research. When you see something on Facebook or out in the media, 
there's so many mm-hmm. different things out there now. People um, think that all media is it should be correct, right? We're in the United States. You would think that they would have to put something out that was was like legitimate, but actually right. they don't, they don't have to. You can actually be a journalist and write whatever you want, <laughs> and and. <laughs> People believe like all, so whatever is, you know, people's beliefs, they they follow those and they get, you know, like um, riled up. And there's so much out there that the oil companies actually have huge funds that are all about educating the public or leading the public to believing certain things so that they support the fossil fuel industry. And it's it's not media. It's actually... It's actually propaganda and advertisements for oil companies, and it works. They know what to do. They know how to work people. They know how to get people's support, unfortunately. So, so it's really right. important to like, do your research, right, to, to go through and see, you know, across the board what different people are saying, who's saying what, um, and, and really get a feel for what is the truth. So when I have something right. like this happen and, and I see this, um, you know, this, this report coming out from Washington, D.C. and um, basically saying it's a done deal. And so I, of course, like everybody else, kind of believe it. And when that happens, this is part of the psychological warfare. People just start giving up. And people start right. um, thinking that there's nothing that they can do. And that's the plan. You know, that, that's their plan of, like, uh, bringing, you know, getting people to not be involved anymore. And so, right. um, so some of the people that I go to to check these kind of things, say, for Standing Rock, um, are and some of the ones that are really good about, uh, that are good to follow and are good to, to read uh, the reports on are, you know, Dallas Goldtooth, who is right. with the environmental, Indigenous Environmental Network. There's um, uh, Johnny Danger right now. He, he has live feeds going on at um, Sacred Stone Camp, which, which is the original camp that's on private property, LaDonna Allard's private property. LaDonna Allard is mm-hmm. a good person that, to follow. And TYT politics has always been really right, right in the middle of it, and and they say it like it is, and they really say what's going on. So I went to these people, yeah. and I and I find find out that really it's not gone through yet. There isn't, um, it is not finalized yet. They do legally have to do the environmental impact study, apparently, but. Um, they're going to have a hearing on it on February 7th. And on that that hearing, there is a possibility, apparently, that they could um, just cast it anyway. Now, I don't even know how this is possible. Wow. All I know is that what we, that what we that we do have things that we can do now. And part of that is to make the phone calls to congressmen. And on my right. wall, you know, there's all kinds of, um, you know, lists for representatives. A lot of people are calling mm-hmm. all of them. Like you can call your representative, 
But you could go down the whole phone list and call all of them and just basically say, you know, legally you have to do the environmental impact study and please do not um, approve the permit to go under the Missouri River to protect people's water and um, right. state what you have to say. You can, you can totally, if, when everybody does this, all the lines start getting blown up. They, they do pay attention when enough people call in. So this is like one, right. of the, one, of the, one of the most important things that you can do. There's a lot of, of different phone, phone numbers that you can call to um, support. Also, to um, create events at your Army Corps of Engineers location. When you go on Facebook, you can actually even, like, do a search and do a search mm-hmm. for events um, or rallies happening um, around the Army Corps of Engineers. Um, there's a lot of things on my wall that, you know, I basically search them and put them on the wall so people know about them. Um, something that's happening in Kansas City is there is a big ceremony going on in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, uh, I think it's 11:30 to 4:30. It's on my wall as well, and it's a it's actually mm-hmm. a, a thank you thank you ceremony for the water protectors. But there's going to be a lot of people there because uh, once again, you know, they want to show support for for the cause and know that right now it's important to to be seen and to stand up and um, be heard where you need to be heard. You know, I think. Right. The Army or Corps of Engineer offices are really important to go to because they're the ones that are really making the decision. They're the ones that are have to say yes, we're we're going to allow this this uh, permit to go through without the environmental impact study. I really don't know, honestly, how they can do that. But at this point, so many illegal things are happening that um, that you know it doesn't actually surprise me very much. That's why I really believe right. those negative. Exactly that I hear because I've seen so many things happen that keep getting, they get away with it. And I, I don't, I'm right. in shock that, 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 that could actually happen. The other thing that's really important to support that is actually probably one of the biggest things to support right now. And that's, that's the, it's the, our, our children's trust. And it's the, it's the, the kids that are suing the federal government uh, uh, about climate uh, change. The fact that the federal government is supporting things such as fossil fuels that are indeed um, creating uh, a- an emergency in the, the climate change. So it's a federal climate lawsuit that they're, they're doing, and they're, they're doing it, and they're getting up into the federal courts. They've been winning on, on this. So... Um, that's yeah. a really important one to support. And, you know, it really kind of gets it at the, the core. The core issue is that we, we have got to take care of, you know, doing, switching the way we do things for climate change, for clean water, for the environment. It's vital. And so, um, yeah. so if you can go to the core of suing the government, for these kids' future 
And it is their future that we're talking about, and that's why the kids are, are standing up. And um, right. and it's working. What they're doing is working. They have some good legal backing behind this. So um, so that's a really neat one to support and to get out there. And their, their um, hearing is on February 7th as well. There's a lot going on on February 7th. And so being wow, and at that's on the, Tuesday, just in case anybody doesn't know. Yeah. That's not being not very at, far. <laughs> right. Being right. That's the thing. We've got to we you know, we've got to create action quickly and in our communities and at our Corps of Engineers office at at the federal building in Washington DC. I'm sure they're they're gathering people there on February seventh because of these two big events, which is one, are they going to allow the pipe it's the last easement they need to, to for this $3.8 billion pipeline. They've already um, illegally gotten eminent domain on these private properties that don't want it going through there that they've used that says it's a public utility company, but it's not. It's a private corporation gas pipeline who is actually shipping the majority of it out of the country. So it has nothing to do with the states that it's going through. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. They think, well, this is good for the United States. This provides jobs. This helps us to be um, independent in the oil market. But actually, it, it has nothing to do with that at all. And But that's what right. the oil companies want you to believe. And that's what that's all the propaganda that they put out there to make people believe that. That's why the research is so important to do and to, to actually look at all different media and, you know, this all the sides and all the things that are happening because you can easily research. I do a lot of, like, um, searches on Facebook. So you can search on Facebook and put keywords in there and find a lot of, uh, of information on there, you know, on, on all different issues and, and find out what's going on where and find out what phone numbers to call. You know, there's a lot. It makes it easy. It makes it really easy to act quickly. That's why the movement got as big as it did in um, North Dakota. But I've seen this right. happening over and over again. Um, and that's why I say it's a psychological warfare is what, what what's happening right now. Um, what's interesting is at this moment, um, to give you a little bit bit of background about the camps in North Dakota, um, the mm-hmm. original camp original camp is called Sacred Stone Camp. This was the camp that Ladonna Grateful Allard uh, started on her property, and actually, she just her son is buried along the river, and there's she knows about all the sacred sites. She's a historian at the Standing Rock Reservation. And um, so she knows a lot. She knows a lot about the history. Her great grandmother was in the Whitestone Massacre. She was a survivor from it that actually wow. happened, right? So she knows all the history of, of this land, and she owns like 22 acres with her brother and mm-hmm. sister. And it's it's on uh, Standing Rock Reservation. It's in the reservation, but it's her private property. And she put a call out originally in April for uh, prayer to keep this pipeline from going through. 
and because um, she knew all the things that it was going to destroy in its path. Right. And they didn't do they didn't do an environmental uh, research or what is it environmental um, impact study because impact mm-hmm. the impact they because they they divided the project up into little parts and said oh this isn't one big pipeline this is a bunch of little pipelines <laughs> and so they got around the, the laws of doing the studies that they were uh, you know actually legally supposed to do so um so she she put the call out for prayer and expected maybe 40 people and ended up you know by the time the corps of engineers decide you know set the the announcement out that they were not going to allow the permit to go under the river. Um, by that time, there were close to 20,000 people there. And it became like one of the largest cities in North Dakota. And um, yeah. she, so, so she, you know, her prayer was very powerful. It's all a prayer camp. So she's a prayer, she has a prayer camp in this location. Now, what happened was it got so big at Sacred Stone Camp on her private property that they ended that people ended up creating what was called the overflow camp. Overflow camp ended up being on core land, um, and the, they were okay because you can camp on core land. And at first, it was it was fine for them to be there. So um, they started camping on the core land, which was across the Cannonball River from where uh, Ladonna is. And um, this camp is, became the main camp, and, it, and, it, and it, they decided the name was going to be Ochechti Sakawan. And that's where the sacred fire, that's where actually the second sacred fire was lit because the first one was in Sacred Stone. So that, that camp uh, was the camp that grew the most. That was the main public place where people came through, where the vets came, where the, um, the clergy, the 600 clergy came to march for them where the the kids that did the run to D.C. would come run in, where right. actually up to 700 tribes, their flags, um, were wow. lined up along the road. So along the, like this road that goes into the camp. And so that's, that's the one that grew. Red Warrior Camp was in there. Um, there's another camp called Rosebud, which is across the river on the same side that, that uh, LaDonna's camp is on, and it's called Rosebud, and that's on that's on core land as well. No, that's on reservation. That's on Standing Rock Reservation. So uh, Rosebud <laughs> was fine to be at. So the, the issue came out was, well, they're on this core land that's floodplain. So we're worried about them. We need them to move. Um, so it was kind of a, you know, their, their concern about the camp. Well, the camp was in the middle of a blizzard. It, they're under snow. They can't even get to a lot of the tents. It is almost impossible to to move and get cleaned right. up. So they've been they but they have slowly been doing that. So they're slowly moving tents, tents, and they're slowly moving the camp. Now, so the whole issue has been wrapped around the Ocheti Sakowin camp because it was on core land. Now, right. today. Today, um, which is, now I believe that this is another tactic to to discourage people, but also um, 
scare people and also um, distract people from what they can get done right. um, in the government legally, like the lawsuits that are happening and standing up for the environmental impact study, all those things that need to be done with these government buildings, with the congressmen, with the calls that need to be made, all these actions, they, we get distracted by things that are happening like today. At Sacred Stone Camp, the, uh, the police, the Bureau of uh, Indian Affairs, uh, and all, all kinds of law enforcement um, came into Sacred Stone Camp. Now, remember, this is on private property. I right. don't think, well, in a way, I don't think they knew what they were doing because the feeds that I saw, they were, they were actually talking to the police. They were saying, oh, yeah, this is Corland, and the people were saying, no, it's not. This is private property. This is LaDonna Allen's private property. And you're not right. allowed on here without a warrant. But they, they said, if you don't let us in, we're going to arrest you, and we're going to start with your security, and, um, and you, you, know, you just better let us in. And what we're doing, they said, is a floodplain assessment, <laughs> which, wow. um, uh, you know, it, it really, I just can't believe they're even getting away with it because it is private property. And, but they are, right. you know, it's just like, it just, it's just continues over and over again. And these people are really sick. You know, these people are, they, they have what's called the dapple cough. And these people are coughing up blood. And they're, you know, it's, it's the thing is it's, they're discussing it as, you know, they found some uranium. They found some people have been tested. Uh, there's a rat poison that people are finding in their blood. And there's some wow. really crazy things going on right now. And so these people, they're getting beaten down. So you get people coming in, you get the, the, these guys coming in, and you get them coming into the private camp. It's not even the camp they're talking about moving. Like nobody even knows what they're doing there. And, and, and they're saying that, unfortunately, Dave Archibald, the chairman of Standing Rock, gave them permission. Now, the reason I believe that that is happening is that because this bridge is closed down that goes to Bismarck, this bridge on the main highway is going to their one and only source of income, and that's their casino. So I believe that there is no reason for them to have that bridge closed down. They say it's to protect the pipeline. Well, the pipeline's already been put in the ground, and they have a giant fortress around the drill pad that's going under the river right now. So there's no reason for them to have a roadblock on that road except to wear them down and, and make them lose money. Their only, only source of economic support is their casino. And when they had that road closed down, they're closing down all of their business. So right. I know that the the... the Dave is trying to make a deal to get that road opened back up. And part of the deal is they're wanting the camp shut down. 
and um, right. it's it's a it's a it's a mind game, and it's a it's a play that you know the the tribe doesn't have a lot of control over, and they're getting hurt worse and worse every day because of it, and so well, and, because of and the, let me the, jump let me group. jump in really. Let, let me jump in really quick and ask you something because this is something I know that a lot of listeners are wondering about. I have a lot of friends that have been asking me about it personally, and I don't know. I, I keep, it keeps going back and forth. Some of the people you mentioned earlier, Dallas Goldtooth is, is one that comes to mind quite uh, quite quickly. Is that there? Okay, there was a, a an article put out yesterday, and I know you know what I'm talking about about uh, police like law enforcement coming in and raiding a camp and arresting, I think, like 76 mm-hmm. different people, including yeah. Chase Iron Eyes. And right. then there was a story that they burned down teepees. And mm-hmm. so then today Dallas Goldtooth says that was fake. And then there, then it, then he comes back and says that some people that were there said, no, it's actually true. And so there's, there's just so, so much confusion. And, again, you know, here's another tactic because I don't know where things are coming from, but I know that this level of confusion is also a tactic as well as, um, you know, like I said, like you said earlier, any quote-unquote fake news that comes out, you know, it, it's difficult because I, I totally 100% like you. I'm like, well, with everything going on in the world today, wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, you know, I feel like we're in a fascist regime right now, so it just wouldn't even surprise me. Uh, but then on top mm-hmm. of that, we want to make sure that we're doing our research because if we put out fake stuff, then it just makes everybody look bad. So do you have any information to clear that up? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's another camp that I want, uh, I meant to talk about. And that's kind of the big issue that just happened. And it happened, you know, in unison with the, the, uh, the announcement by the government that the the permit has gone through. And what happened was a group of them decided they 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 decided to kind of make a, like a last stand. So they decided mm-hmm. to to put the teepees up on a hill. And the hill was across the highway from the big camp. So it was on a hill up there. I've I've been up there taking pictures of the camp. And apparently that is part of the private property that the 6,000 acres that Dakota Access illegally bought up to make sure that they could protect their pipeline. Because they didn't need it for uh-huh. the pipeline. They, they just actually bought it after the camp was started. So right. they went up on the hill on that property. And they um, put up a circle of teepees up there. And that's where these people were. And they were, they were up there. And they, they actually took some of the coals from the sacred fire at Ocheti and they put it at that sacred fire and they called the camp the last child camp. And um, what, from what I understand, what happened was that that they surrounded them and um, they arrested them. There was a, they were like in a prayer circle holding arms and they pulled them apart and they arrested them. And um, then, you know, there's <clears throat> apparently some trash that was burnt. <clears throat> but from what I understand, they let them take the teepees down. 
they didn't burn the teepee. The pictures that you okay. see, a lot of pictures, they came from something else. And there were some viral burning teepee pictures that <laughs> went out, and that, <laughs> they weren't true. That was from another thing. So, it, you know, there was some burning that was just some trash or something, apparently. I've never seen any videos on anything burning that was actually legitimate. So, um, okay. so it was just kind of a a stand to say, you know, this is private land, but it's actually treaty land. So, the, you know, they were making a stand about the Fort Laramie Treaty, the 18, I think, 61 treaty. There's two treaties that, they, that they're working on that um, trying to get the United States to uphold. Well, that's a big one. And actually... Right. That's really the biggest fight that they're they're actually working on right now. So so part of that is to get the message out that this is treaty land. It was illegally taken from them and actually the treaties are still legally binding laws that were ignored and they are still there. Many of the treaties are actually even on buffalo skins and stuff. So they're actually gathering the chiefs privately and um, working on the treaty laws. And they've got some attorneys, a group of attorneys that are working on that. It's one of those things that is behind the scenes that people are working on because they realize that it, we've got to go to the core of the issue. The core of the issue is this land was their land. And it was written in a treaty that it was their land. It wasn't just, yeah, it was their land before the treaty, but now, you know, the treaty said it was their land, you know, over and over again and over and over again, they were just ignored and it was taken. This, all of the activities that are happening now that are unbelievable that this can legally happen, this has been normal for the Native Americans. They're used to this. They have been dealing with this for 500 years of being right. screwed. And um, they, and it's, still happening. It's that people don't know about it. That's what, what amazed me the most is that I thought these things happened in the olden days. You know, I didn't think the United States did that anymore. I knew they were really poor. I knew their suicide rate was the highest rate in the United States. No, all the things that happen against them that are outrageous and corrupt. Right. And, the, and it's the government right. doing it. And that's I just like, you know, it's a scary thing because we're in a we're in the United States of America, and we think that our government is we can depend on, and we believe that we trust um, our law enforcement, and we can trust in the judicial system. But right now, um, it's a, it is corrupt, and and the thing. The only thing that we can do and the thing that we need to remember, and this is something that's gone out, this, this, is, this is what went out and, and gave me hope. After, after I saw this happening, uh, then there was a post um, from a gal I have on my wall that basically said, you know, there's the Tenth Amendment right, and in this is what people need to remember. And what they need to remember is, that the people ultimately over all of this government has the power. 
We have the power to right. remove people. We have the power to stand up. This is something that people have forgot. They just put their trust in the government, and they don't, many people don't believe that it could be this corrupt, or, or they don't want to know about it. It hasn't affected them yet, so yet, so they try to right. try to ignore. It. They they try to ignore it. Mm-hmm. So so um, that's what people need to remember. They need to remember that if there are enough of us, I mean, you know, they showed that with the women's march. It's amazing how many right. people come together. These aren't just protesters. We're talking about families. We're talking about elders and grandmas and women. That's what Standing Rock was. That's what Standing Rock is, families. You know, people don't know that. That's like there's a bunch of families there that are standing, you know, in the way. And they were women that ran up to the bulldozers. They were, you know, mamas, mamas, grandmas. And that's mm-hmm. what is going to have to happen in the United States for these movements is that everybody, if everybody would come together in an organized effort, we need some really good organizing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we do. They give people the courage to understand that it's not a bad thing to stand up. And it's time that we have to stand up. It's a it's time right. that we we need to because if we allow these things to happen, these illegal things to happen in our government, they're going to keep happening and they're going to get worse. And it's pretty exactly. obvious. It's getting pretty obvious now. And that's sometimes it has to be pretty obvious in order for people to go, wow, I guess this is real, you know? I guess maybe... Yeah. There's something going on here that's not so good. Well, what do you do about that? You know, making those phone calls is huge. And supporting sure. the the lawsuits that are happening right now, the big ones for the kids, that's a really big one. And they're actually needing more, uh, they're needing more signatures on their, you know, the, oh, uh, the petition. So I have yes. that on my wall. And um, so it's important to sign those petitions. But more than anything, it's important to make phone calls like crazy and call, 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 and, you know, just drown those lines. And it works. It really does work. People do get the attention of people. It has worked. You right. know, this, this little tribe has shut down this this multi billion dollar oil company is supposed to have oil in the works selling by the end of December. They have wow. they have been a big deal to be able to shut it down this long. Why? Because people yeah. showed up. People showed up. Right. People came in, and actually the vets are coming back. The vets are actually heading back to. Standing Rock, and which is a beautiful thing. Like it's so wonderful to see these people being supported because these people celebrate them. It's so fun to be in the camps when when people come in to support and 
and all the, you know, celebrating and how they just take care of each other. And it's so sweet. Well, they're going to help move the camp. They are moving the camp. I'm not sure exactly. It's somewhere on the reservation. I've heard several things where they, they, they were going to do a sustainable community on the reservation. And then something happened, I, I think, in their negotiations with getting that bridge opened up. I think something happened where they had to say, okay, maybe we're not going to do this now. And now, again, I've heard they actually have an undisclosed area that they are moving them to. So right now I have heard many times that it is important to get there and help them move, help them clean up for the the floods that are coming in. A lot of people, um, they base a lot of what they do on their visions, their prayers, and their dreams. And one of the dreams that has happened recently is that there is going to be a major, major water coming into there. And so major that it's going to also affect the drill pad. So they know that it's important for them to move. Now, Sacred Stone right. is up the hill, up the hill on the other side. This is what's so crazy today that the fact that the police are going into Sacred Stone. Sacred Stone's on private property. That They should not even be close to there. And Sacred Stone is the place that people can come. They're saying, come to Sacred Stone. It's safe here. You can come camp. Well, it's safe. They're not doing, the police aren't doing anything, but they're just going in and bullying people and saying, you know, we can be in here if we want. We're going to check you guys out, see if there's any violation. You know, like you guys need to clean things up a little bit or whatever they're asking them to do. Oh, you got a little too much horse poop in this, this uh, you know, this fenced-in area. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's just like they're going to find something. But, but, but sure. it, it apparently is a place that is private property, and, and hopefully the police will get into trouble for going there. LaDonna's really sick right now, and she wasn't there. She isn't there right now. I'm sure she's on her way. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, she's mad. <laughs> LaDonna's really mad sure. right now. Because they shouldn't have been, they should not be able to come in on her property. And it was funny well, to hear let me... that the, the police officers didn't oh, really gonna... know what they were talking about. I was just going to say, were how, how can we? You said that we could, you know, they, these potentially these police could get in trouble for this. Um, is there a way that we can help hold them accountable? Is there someone we can call to help hold them accountable for this? I mean, can we make phone yeah, calls to a, Morton Sheriff's Office? Know, what can we do there? I have, well, I have the list, again, on my wall, that has all the police departments, Morton County, the Bureau of Indian Affairs. <clears throat> I would call Standing Rock Reservation office <laughs> yeah and yeah. Um, say what is what are, what's going on with this permission to let these guys come into sacred stone what's happening here and i bet they're getting a lot of calls already but that's that's another place that you can make phone calls to it's it's just something that you can do in your house you know right you take some time right. out make some phone calls enough millions of us it will cause a problem and they will you know, something will happen. You know, it's one of those things where this has always happened. Every time I've gone to camp, if 
every, this has been going on since April. What happens is you get really bad news or something really bad happens, like they spray the, the, um, the campers with mace and bullets and people's arms are blown off and eyes are blown out. And I mean, one minute like that. Then the next minute, 600 clergy are marching down, marching down the street apologizing for the history that the church has had and their destruction. Then right. the next minute, then the next minute, something really awful is happening again, or something you know is really confusing and really depressing. And then the next minute, 4,000 vets are coming down the road. You know, it's just like it's all it's it's it is it's an action of. It's a very much an action, a prayer action, where sometimes it takes something really dark to get the light to shine, to get people to stand up, to get something really miraculous to happen. And the right. same thing, there were there were like twenty thousand people there. I was there, right there at sacred at the sacred spire when they announced the environment of uh, the. Uh, the easement was not approved by the Army Corps of Engineers, and I, I, you know, it was so, it was so such a great move for the government to make, because what happens? Everybody thinks, oh, we won, this is great, right? We can all go home now, and everything's going to be okay. And boy, we, you know, we made a stand. Well, they did make a stand, and if we'd have kept it going, it. We they would not be able to function. They would not. They would have right. to shut that down. But but yeah. it's very strategic. And when they make these announcements to try to dissipate the crowd, and so right. it's so important to to say to question everything, to question everything, and to really look and really research and see what people are saying and seeing. You will find there is hope. And it's happened right. to me every time. I, I I think, like, I'll be up there and I'll be there for a few days and I'm like, I don't know. It's just something just doesn't feel right. And I'm about to give up and I'm about to leave and then all of a sudden magical things happen. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, I'm so glad that I stuck it out. And I'm so glad that I stayed. And it's almost like, you know, it's almost like we're all learning to be spiritually aware and to believe in our prayers and that sometimes timing, divine timing, is not in our control. And sometimes sometimes some ugly things have to happen that awaken people, a people that are yeah. sleeping. If everything seemed okay all the time, a lot of this dark stuff would be happening behind the scenes and we wouldn't even know about it. Now they're out in the open. Now we have the opportunity to heal them. Now we have the opportunity to use our voices for something good, to stand up, to be seen. You know, just like the, I think it was South Korea that impeached their, their, their uh, leader and they had millions Mm -hmm. of people um, and it worked the millions of people and they were all like families it was a celebration they were having a good time it doesn't have to be um violent and actually the i will have to tell you that so many people think that they're 
that there there are like these violent Indians on the front line. Holy moly, they are not violent at all. I have been there. The, they, they might right. throw a gas can back at the people, or they might have a water bottle and freak out and throw their water bottle, but they're across these giant <laughs> rolls of razor wire. The police have no, they're in no danger whatsoever. And I've watched right. this, and you'll see what they have all the time are these people that are called, um, like they're infiltrators, and they come in and they make it, they make it look like it's violence. And they, they get, try to get people riled up. There's constantly people getting those people to stop. So you saw the things in the women's marches. You will see right. there, at one point there was these group of people that were dressed in black. And they were, they were actually putting some of the trash cans on fire and things. Well, they're finding out that these are people that have been hired to try to make the protesters look violent because they know right. that if it's a violent protest, then it will, then, you know, it'll get bad reviews. It'll backfire. Right? Yeah. But if we, if we're peaceful and we're happy, like they do in South Korea, if we go and we, we have our families and we, we um, celebrate and we just celebrate in big numbers, like most of the women did, um, mm-hmm. that, Huge change can happen. It's so much fun, and it's so beautiful, and it's so neat to be a part of. And it it brings so many people together and so much love. And that would not have happened had the darkness not appeared. So there is a reason for for all of this. And if you can go through life knowing that there is a reason for this and not to let it bring you down and not to let it help you know make you walk away from it but to make you strong with it and to make you go okay I see what needs to happen and I'm going to walk forward and I'm going to be persistent and I'm not going to give up and I'm going to keep looking for that light because it's there somewhere just like when they announced this recently we thought oh my gosh everything is we, there's nothing we can do and then you keep looking, there's the light. Yes, there is something we can do. We can make phone calls. It's not over yet. We can go, we can go, we can stand up. It's not over yet. We've got to let people know it's not over yet. And if we don't right. stand up for this, there's just going to be something bigger come along. This is just an example. This is just a people that have, have been, have had so much corruption happened to them for so many years that it, 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 they're, they're one of the first that it's coming to light with. But this is going to spread. Mm-hmm. If we don't start shining our light now, you know, it's just going to get bigger and it's going to get nastier. And we need to nip this in the butt. <laughs> yes, I agree. And, and let me say on that, you know, one of the things that I want to encourage listeners to do is, Remember, as I said earlier, we, we need to be practicing self-care when we do this. We also just kind of need to get really organized right now. And, and you know, because it sounds like a whole lot, but the thing of it is I've, I've often talked about the possibility for people to, you know, in your own communities, in your own cities, in your own towns, you come together in, you know, in a, in a group, a forum or whatever that's a discussion, a community gathering, and then separate, you know, tasks with each other like, 
have have a couple like a smaller group focus on on one area of the world and another focus group focuses on something else going on in the country and you know you just kind of everybody split up or keep numbers on your uh you know next to you next to your phone or or next to your uh not your phone but next to your computer and keep information there so that when you get online and you see something going on you've got uh, you know, right there beside you, you have access to the numbers that you need to make the phone calls to do what you need to do because this shock and awe thing that's happening, it, it does wipe us out. It does exhaust us. And if we have more of a, a, a proactive rather than a reactive, a proactive approach and, and we have, you know, lists of names and, and phone numbers and people we can call about everything going on in the country, I mean, you know, then we can actually make things happen. We have to remember, as you said, Kelly, the power of the people is always stronger than the people in power. And, you know, we, we saw that with Seattle yesterday. I mean, the big divest that happened, you know, with the Wells Fargo, mm. I mean, divesting $3 billion. I mean, that, that, that yeah. hits it where that black snake lives. That hits it in, in the blood of the black yeah. snake. And, and if we can take that out, you know, then, then that's, that's where these people feel it most. When, we're talking, when you're talking about billionaires, little tiny fines aren't going to really matter. But when you divest from the source, uh, the blood source of the black snake, then that's definitely going to kill it if it can't live. It doesn't have any way to fund itself. And that's what these people rely on. They rely on billions. So it takes all of us to pull our money out of these big banks. It takes all of us to make these phone calls, to hold our politicians accountable because they work for us, not the other way around. We don't work for them. They work for us. So we have to remind right. them of that. You know, I'm your boss. I'm your boss. Not the other way around. Right. No matter how much you try to bully me, no matter how much you stand up and try to tell me that you're in control, no, that's, that, that is an illusion. That's an illusion that they have created in order to keep us oppressed. And we cannot allow right. that anymore. We have to stop thinking that we are. We have to remember that as women, we are empowered. As natives, we are empowered. As indigenous people, we are empowered. As black people, we are empowered. We are empowered as Muslims. We are empowered. If we continue to think that, you know, they're in control of us, then we are oppressed. But if we remember that we outnumber them by, you know, millions, by billions, then we, we can remember that we, we are in power and they could be and, easily oppressed. And to know that that power is okay, that that power can be yes. gentle, that power can be very loving, and that power can include your whole family and your grandparents. You know, that power is, exactly. you know, a lot of people look at that and then they, it's not a nice thing to do. But actually it is a nice thing to do for your children. It's a great thing to do for your the future generations and supporting the our children's trust with the federal climate lawsuit um, is extremely important, things like that. And to flood all social media with, like, a call and help all, you know, ask for support all over, like flood your social, social media and get all, everyone to, to call the congressional members and the Army Corps of Engineers and oppose the pipeline and demand the Tenth Amendment rights to have the people heard and the pipeline taken out of the ground. We need to get a hold of the, the children that are, those children that are currently suing the United States and, and see if both Standing Rock and Cheyenne River can join in the lawsuit to sue the U.S. United States government against the fracking and climate change. 
We, we all need to stay actively doing this all day, every day, and start now. Yeah. We, we have till February yeah. 7th. This is the time that we have to do this. We cannot wait anymore. We have to, you have to call your state representative, your House, and your Senate. And these numbers are on my wall. You can, you can easily access them and just go start going down the list. Contact the governor, governors and demand that they hear you and that we want them to represent that this stops and it is removed. We need to call the Army Corps of Engineers and demand that people reverse the direction and deny the, the, the permit. And we need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. This is how this all started was prayer. And people answer prayers. There are angels behind the scenes that will go to the place if we ask. And they go to the place right. and they, they make a difference that we may, may not be able to do but there is a lot of support out there if we ask. And that's why the prayer is so incredibly important. We have to stay together. We have to work together. And we, we can't get distracted by the stupid head games, you know, that we need to stay and we need to stand and we need to use our voices. It's, it's just extremely important right now. No violence, no weapons, no negativity, Everything that you do, do in, in the action toward our, our children and the future generations to protect the earth, our water. These are basic, basic rights that we have got to have to live. And right now they are being threatened. And, and, it's, and you do have control and, you, you know, you can make a difference. And that's the main thing that I want people to understand. I so agree with you. Kelly, thank you so much for being on the show today. I want to remind everyone, if you're not friends with Kelly Daniels on Facebook, my goodness, go request her immediately because there's always information on her page that you need. And, again, all the numbers that she is talking about, the phone numbers and contact information that she has been discussing on the show today uh, in this call to action are accessible on her page. I will also copy and paste all the information uh, that she has listed on her page and, and put that on our Girl Power Air Hour page. However, again, I want you to request Kelly because this is something that can keep you constantly informed on the Standing Rock situation so that you are not out of the loop here. Uh, Girl Power Hour doesn't constantly uh, give information on Standing Rock. Kelly does. And so make sure that you're following her. And, again, once these numbers and contact information, once this stuff is posted, get on it. We only have until today. We have to take advantage of this time. And if you're out there and you're listening, organize events, organize prayer events, organize prayer circles, anything that we can do this weekend, even if it's an online uh, invitation for people to gather, even if you're just gathering in mind and spirit, to pray together and make sure that we continue to say these prayers because that's exactly what Kelly said. That's exactly what happened last time. That's how it started, and that's how it's going to continue to be fought is through prayer and action. Thank you again, Kelly, for being on the show. Cannot thank you enough. And uh, I want to remind everyone to tune in again on Wednesday. Jamie Lerner uh, will be on the show, and I certainly hope that you will tune in and listen to that. In the meantime, everybody, just get the rest you need, practice self-care, stay strong in this resistance. Thanks so much for listening.